This is episode 11. You have not because you ask not. This episode is brought to you by AskAnMBA.com. At different points in my business, I need help. And I'm not ashamed to say this. The key is to connect with a business that can help you solve your problems or answer your questions. This will eliminate delay and procrastination on your part, and you'll be able to complete and execute projects now. For the entrepreneur who is not ready to commit to business coaching via retainers or long-term masterminds, there is an option. Ask an MBA. Ask an MBA offers live, on-demand marketing consultations to entrepreneurs who need our expertise in modern marketing tactics, branding, and digital advertising. So don't stay stuck. You don't have to. You have an option to get unstuck and to move your business forward now. That's Ask an MBA at ask-an-mba.com. Entrepreneurship is a bitch, period. You may have begun your entrepreneurial journey with passion, with hope, and with fire burning in your soul because you could taste the possibilities. But you didn't consider the outside forces that affect the journey to success. Maybe you have longed to start your business and never did. Or you started a business but felt as though you didn't give it your all. You dabbled in it. Why? Because life happens. Marriage happens. Kids happen. And they can delay your ultimate success. But hold on. Don't give up yet. I'm Bree Cobb, a rebranding expert and digital marketing strategist, helping small businesses get visible, make an impact in their industries, and connect with prospects who want what they sell. I left a high-paying corporate brand management job to pursue entrepreneurship, but I didn't factor in my high-maintenance husband and my demanding children. I want to share with you the real deal about entrepreneurship. The highs, the lows, the pivots, the tears and the jeers, the stress and the mess. I've got a lot to say, so let's talk. Hey, entrepreneurs, happy new year. I'm so excited. It's a new year, which generally means new opportunities, new prospects, and in many cases, a new perspective. So I'm so excited. Have you guys ever uh, watched Kevin Hart and one of his comedy specials where he talked about being in Japan and freaking out about being on a roller coaster? And he said the roller coaster operator just kept saying, so excited, and it was flipping him out. However, it was actually the name of the roller coaster. So every time I say those words, I think back to that particular comedy special. It was so darn funny. I wish I could share with you what the name of it is. Anyway, it is an exciting time because it is a new year, a new decade as well. So I know I am planning on making some big things happen this decade. And yes, even this year. And I hope that you are planning to do the same. So how the heck are you guys? I've missed talking to you. I know that I've been MIA since the holidays. Yes, I know. But I want you to know that I love podcasting and I acknowledge that I need to do a better job at consistently recording episodes and bringing good content to you. 
So my pledge is that I'm going to do just that. But, you know, let me explain to you what took place in the fourth quarter of 2019. It was a crazy time in the Cobb household. It was super, super duper busy. The entire family went to England for my son's college graduation. I was so excited. Oh, so excited. Anyway, yeah. He went to college in the UK and he played soccer for both his university and a pretty prestigious um, soccer academy. And he lived there for three years. So he's truly been living his best life. But right after that, my husband and I celebrated a milestone anniversary. So we vowed to celebrate throughout this entire year. And we've been doing so since November. And then I celebrated my birthday and it was fabulous. And of course, since it's right near the holidays, I took full advantage of my birthday being in the midst of the holiday season. And then of course, there were Christmas and New Year's celebrations. Phew, that was a lot. But I can say that a benefit to being an entrepreneur is that I can take time off when needed. So there was a little bit of, I guess a less stressful time because I had flexibility. And again, that's the beauty of being able to design your business and design your life. Because what do they say? We should work to live, not live to work. And being an entrepreneur gives you that opportunity. At least if you take that opportunity, it gives you the opportunity to do just that. But anyway, back to my podcast. I want to let you know that it's important to me to share my entrepreneurial experiences with you in the hopes that it helps you stay the course on your entrepreneurial journey. Because you know that we can't really be in this alone, right? Because it's, it's a difficult journey to tread alone. So anyway, recently I came across a motivational video from Steve Harvey. And my takeaway is basically the title of this episode. You have not because you ask not. And these words really resonated with me, especially because it's the beginning of a new year. So everywhere you turn, people are talking about resolutions and vowing to be so different and so much better than before. Now, I'll share with you that last year, I chose not to state resolutions. I didn't want to play that game and be disappointed because I did not honor my word to myself. But after watching that video, I felt differently. And it was because of his specific words and his passion behind the words and his strong recommendation. He stated over and over and over again, you have not because you ask not. But then he suggested that you list 300 things that you want, 300 asks of God. And his direction was to be specific and list them all. It may seem as though it's going to be a challenge, but apparently it's something that he has done regularly over the years. And I could see how it's not as daunting as we think. And you may sit back and say, I don't have 300 things that I need to ask God for. 
only my top things. But it could be minute things that are meaningful to you. And it could also be the big kahunas, right? It could be that those big things that would be so meaningful in your life that could really change the trajectory of your life. And he did say that at the end of the year, he believes that you'll be surprised that many of the items on your list actually come true. And I believe it because it's a practice that he engages in regularly. So I've started my own list. I don't know if I'll reach 300. I'm sure I will at some point. But so far, I'm at about 60. And I know already that there's more to come. But I'm taking my time with it because I want to be very thoughtful and intentional in my asks. So if you're familiar with Steve Harvey, then you know that he often shares his life stories. From the really tough times in his past to the now more glorious times that he gets to enjoy. And he's very detailed in his storytelling. And I believe him. I just do. I believe all of the struggles that he identifies and he shares with us. I believe them. I've watched him get so emotional when he retells his stories. And he gets emotional, it seems like, each time he retells the stories. Because I guess the hurt of a lot of things he had to deal with runs deep. And what I have noticed in my own life is that when I truly believe in something and I don't give in to fear, the universe, God, arranges things to bring that ask to fruition. But the challenge is to always remember these situations, right? Many of us forget over time when things aren't perfect and we succumb to fear. But I'm here to say, don't. Please don't do it to yourself. Now I'll share a story with you. I remember the first time I was in my adult life when I was very specific in my ask. I had just given birth to my second child. And all I could think about was that my kids are five years apart. They're at different stages in their young lives. And I'm still a relatively new mom. I have no idea how I'm going to manage with two kids. My husband's career is thriving. My career was thriving. And I was just panicked. And oh, by the way, I had just come off of bed rest for about five months. So it was just a brutal time. But anyway, I was doing pretty well in terms of compensation in corporate. And while I was on maternity leave, my daughter was just a few weeks old. I remember holding her in my arms and and literally asking God out loud if I could just figure out a way to work from home while making the same salary so that I could be um, so that I could be flexible to be there for my kids. And I remember I was literally wearing big baggy clothes because like I said, I had just given birth. I had on a white t-shirt. How dare I wear a white t-shirt with a newborn baby? 
But anyway, I had on a white t-shirt. I had on beige overalls so that I could unsnap the front when I needed to nurse my baby very quickly. So that worked out well. But I remember holding her in my arms and literally pacing back and forth as I was coddling her a bit. And I stood up and I just, I just asked God, like, how am I supposed to make this work? Can you show me a way? I'm really scared and I feel stuck because even though my husband's a very active participant in raising our kids, I felt that the main responsibility was on me, especially since I was nursing. So anyway, three weeks later, I am not exaggerating. Three weeks later, I received a phone call from someone who used to consult with me as a consultant. I was an employee at this company. And she had an idea that she shared with the company at the time. They bought into the idea and she needed help. So she contacted me and she said, hey, and mind you, I have not heard from this person or I had not heard from her in about nine months at that time. And she contacted me and she said, I heard that you recently had a baby. And she presented the opportunity to me. And she asked, would you be interested in taking a look at this? No pressure. If you are interested in consulting, meaning leaving my employee status to then consult for the same company. Now that was big. Again, I was making a lot of money and I just had a baby and I had a five-year-old toddler at home. So that was a crazy time. The decision was daunting, but I thought about it for a little bit and I ultimately did it. But there were also some things taking place at the office, which means I would have had to start over in a new department. And I also would have had to, you know, give more time that I was really not trying to give. But it was still a great opportunity, even as an employee, to look at some other things within the company. But this was just exciting to me. Uh, The possibility of branching out on my own was exciting. But also I had to take a step back and really think about the fact that I asked for this (laughs) three weeks prior and I got it. Now I was faced with the decision. How badly do you want it? You asked for it. Do you want it badly enough to leave what's stable to you and take a chance or what? How are you going to move forward? And I did it and I've never looked back. Well, I did a couple of times, but I stayed the course. (laughs) This was such a poignant event for me because I could remember every detail of the day. And it was the day that I asked for what I wanted and what I needed at that time. And I got it. So whenever I have doubts, I reflect on that time. So when you state your ask aloud, you need to trust that it will be honored. It may not be in your time frame, but I believe wholeheartedly that it will happen if you remain faithful. Now, of course, this pertains to all aspects of your life, but I'm specifically speaking about entrepreneurship. And when I reflect on how I abruptly transitioned from corporate to entrepreneurship, I don't have any doubt that this path was designed for me. 
Now, I'm not saying that I haven't encountered challenges because believe me, I have. But I am saying that I know that I am meant to be here. I've had a few failures, which I prefer to call lessons because I leverage every failure slash lesson to do better and grow and be better in my business. But I've also had a significant number of successes. So my recommendation to you is to keep a list of your stories, your own testimonials of God's goodness and blessings to you. I started doing this and it has been a tremendous help. So create your list of testimonials so that when you face challenges, you can revisit your own stories and you'll have your own evidence and they should encourage you to stay in faith. So I hope that you are encouraged to make this list and be specific in your 300 asks. Don't forget, that's how we started this, right? With Steve Harvey recommending that you list your 300 asks. So go ahead and do so. I encourage you to do so. I'm doing it too. So maybe in a few months we can touch base and see how many things on our lists have been achieved. Right? Because the other key to this is don't just create the list and put it away. Create the list and place it in areas where you'll see it all the time, every day. I've actually put mine in categories. So for the 60 that I've already created, I have a personal category, a business category. I also have a um, health category. So, because that's just how my mind thinks. It's better if I see the categories that way and the list of things that I'm working towards achieving. It just, I can just envision everything that I list out and I can work towards it um, easily. And I will be pasting my list on my mirror in my bathroom because it would be the first thing I see or one of the first things I see when I wake in the morning. I'm also going to place my list in my closet because I spend a significant amount of time in there in the morning, good or bad. I don't know how you view that, but it happens. And of course, it will be on my phone, something that I am constantly touching daily, or not even just daily, just regularly throughout the day. And I encourage you to do the same thing. Find those locations where you know that you're going to be visiting regularly within your home and anything you're going to be touching or encountering throughout the day. Put your list there so that it's a constant reminder to you of where you're looking to go, how you're looking to improve, how you're going to get better. What are you asking for? So again, List your 300 asks. I encourage you to to, uh, create this list. So anyway, if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe if you haven't already done so and leave a review. Let me know what you think. So thank you for spending a little time with me today. This is Bree Cobb signing off. Thank you for hanging with me on the Entrepreneurship is a Bitch podcast. I hope that you continue to be inspired to grow your business and live your life to the fullest. 
I'd love to hear your thoughts on my content. So head over to entrepreneurshipisabitch.com and let's talk. Till next week, this is Bree Cobb signing off. Love the business you build and the life you create.